everybody. Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And this show today is going to hit you harder than Boxing Day, which I always celebrate. I, I like to watch old Sugar Ray Leonard stuff, or maybe I'll watch Rocky IV or whatever, but it's Boxing Day. Did you know that, Ryan? You're supposed to... <laughs> Ryan, you're supposed to give the illusion that we have not talked before the show, and that everything's just happening. So what do we have for National, National Boxing Day? I mean, I... I figured we should have some sort of graphic. The there it is. is illustrated here by this box. <laughs> I couldn't afford is this Phineas and Fogg or so what I is this? this box. That's what I got. Oh, that's SpongeBob. Isn't there anything on that isn't about boxes? And welcome back to Championship Boxing. <laughs> there we go. See, that's how I'd want to celebrate National Boxing Day. There, it's two boxes just fighting it out. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> yeah, that's no, Boxing Day. It's Boxing Day. It is. Uh, it's, of course, Boxing Day has nothing to do with the uh, the sweet science, as they call boxing. Pugilists are boxers. Um, it's Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day, however you celebrate that. On today's show, via video, we have the always entertaining Devis Evans, perhaps in a minivan again. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, he is at the Guaranteed Rate Bowl at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, that game's later on. That's uh, UNLV's hosting, technically, who's, who's the other team again? Kansas. Kansas. That's KU. why he's there. Yep. That's right. The okay. Jayhawks. And then in studio, we have Alex White Christmas coming in to talk bowl games. And um, there's going to be a lot of activity this week on the show. We have a lot of bowl games. Um, but, you know, here it is. It's after Christmas, folks. That's why we're all like half stepping it right now. It's today, it's December 26th. And you know what it is? It's National Winers Day. No whining. Except for on December 26th. We're allowed to wine today? Yeah. That's, if it's that's, no winer's day. Oh, it's National Winer. You're allowed to wine today. Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, you can whine about what you didn't give. Was there something for Christmas you wanted? Uh, no, like, I got a, got a Connor Bedard jersey. So. Oh, you did not? Yes. How yes. about the goal he threw uh, lifting up? Yeah, the like, lacrosse goal. Yeah, the lacrosse goal. You always see that like in college hockey, right? Yep. You never see it in the NHL, rarely. Did you see Trevor Zegras did it like two hours later? Too? No, he didn't. Yeah, against the Sharks. Do you think he saw Bedard's and was like, I'm going to do that? Or was the game at the same there time? There was a, a reporter asked him pregame to do it. Ah! And so he did it. That's like, that's like a little kid in the hospital asking Babe Ruth to hit two home <laughs> runs. And he went out and did it. So yeah, you're allowed to whine today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, uh, what else? Um, this is how, how to observe national winers day wine about the dishes, the snow or the laundry, but just for the day, then pick yourself up and carry on tackle each problem. One by one use hash hashtag national winers day to post on social media. Is there something anyone would like to whine about right I, now? I do have something. You I have something you like to yeah. whine about fantasy football. Oh no. Okay. My, yeah. My semifinals in the league that I had the bye week. Um, because you were a high seed. Yes, I right. was. An, I was the number one team in the league. Oh. I had most points for, most points against as well. So like oh, I was. No. All of them were high scoring games. All right. So, Broncos defense Sunday night football. Yeesh. The Patriots score that touchdown, and then they the kick return that they fumble and return. Right. Two two touchdowns in seven seconds. That touchdown didn't count against the Broncos defense and special teams. Oh really? So they still only had seventeen <laughs> points allowed. Okay. So they should have had the negative two for the fumble. And more points allowed. <laughs> then the Eagles kicker last or in the the Giants Eagles game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Saquon Bark or Jalen Hurts get tackled inbounds with the clock winding down before half. Right. right. And then the Giants get the delay a game called in their defense. Right. And so that stops the clock and they get a free <laughs> three points. And then the first drive or the first kickoff after halftime, the returner runs into his man, right, fumble, fumbles, yeah. 
Saquon Barkley gets a free touchdown for my opponent. Yeah. So that's a free touchdown. 15 points that I should ha- that he shouldn't have. Yeah. And I end up losing by 12. Oh my god. So oh, he was talking smack all week. Plus, Jake Moody is my kicker and Brock Purdy threw four interceptions last night. Yeah, he did. Can't like those are points that I should have had. Yeah. And this is why I retired from fantasy football because I know I know how passionate you can get about it and there's also nothing uh, that people want to hear about less right. is your fantasy football. It's Winer's Day. Maybe I get to do it. It is Winer's Day. I permit you're allowed to wine. You're allowed to wine today. I am in the chase, which is uh, a, a friend of mine has done this for like 30 or 40 years, and I'm in second place. I went 3-0 yesterday. I took the points uh, on the road from nice. every team and won. Nice. I had the Niners switched it to Ravens at the last second. Good call. Good call. Yeah, because I, I, I just kept watching the pregame, and I'm like, yeah, the Ra- I, you know I hate the Ravens, but I'm like, man, they are a sound football team. And uh, wow, that was that was that was shocking. Yes, to say the least. It really was. Yeah, no one. Brock Purdy was the MVP favorite. Now we got to talk about that real quick. We showed the parlay last week. There was a guy that had Brock spent yeah. two thousand dollars for Purdy to be MVP. Yep. He's going to pay two hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, I think two hundred thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand. Two thousand. So he was offered the buy or no? Someone uh, there's a there's a site called Prop Swap yep. where you can sell your props, which is genius. And the guy sold it for one hundred twenty five k, and people were making fun of him. That guy's a genius. That guy. And that's that was all over TikTok and Twitter. Yep. People going, that guy's a genius because I think Purdy lost it yesterday. Best <laughs> 100%. I mean, is McCaffrey the leader now or who is it? I think is it's it- Lamar now. Lamar Jackson? Yep. I, I think it just says that the MVP is a QB award. Yeah, probably. I, but you know Lamar's going to blow it in the playoffs like he does every year. I, I'm telling you right now. Uh, all right. And then he here's some uh, whiner frequently asked. Uh, these are jokes. I don't know. All I got for Christmas was a bottle of wine. Can I whine about that? Better a whiner than a whiner. See, that, you kind of need to see the H. <laughs> it's a real knee slapper, huh? in that joke. Why did the bad comedian only tell one joke? She was a one whiner. Sort of a one-liner. There's one more. I got one more for you. Comedy comes in threes. Can you, can you work on the delivery? Hold on. Well, I, you know, <laughs> where did the quarterback go when he complained about the referee's call? The no wine zone. Those are terrible jokes. I didn't write these, ladies and gentlemen. They were just on the website. All right. Anyway, moving on. You're allowed to whine today. Ann, would you like to whine about anything? Jerry? Sean? This show starting. This show starting. <laughs> it's the day after Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone's a little slow. Everyone realized halfway through yesterday, oh, my God, we got to work tomorrow. And I try to put together this magic every day. I am not going to whine about anything because I had a lovely Christmas. All right. Uh, today is show episode Studio 54. Woo! Cue the disco music. You know, Ryan, I used to hang out at Legend. That's how old I am. I used to hang out at Studio 54. Did you know that? Yeah, I think Back I Back in the late 70s. Do you have any pictures of me at the world-famous Disco Tech in New York City? We, we should. should. All right, let's see Possibly. It. Maybe. No? <laughs> <laughs> this is our Emmy-nominated show so far, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. No, that's not. Yeah. There, there's me. Yeah, All right, let's see it. 54. There's me at Studio 54. There's Liza. Uh, who's that in the middle? I, I don't and know. That, who and then that's Andy Warhol, me and A-Dub, as yeah. I called him. Yeah, I, I'm in the background. Oh, you're in the Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, can we go back? I didn't see Ryan, please. Where's Ryan? That that ghost-looking thing in the background? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. There was some days there, man. I'll tell you. I don't even remember. You'd come out, it'd be like 6 a.m. And Andy Warhol. You know where Andy Warhol's from, Jerry? <laughs> he was born in Pittsburgh. A lot of people think he's a New Yorker. Nope. Born in Pittsburgh. 
That's where the Andy Warhol Museum is. If you're ever in Pittsburgh, check out the Andy Warhol Museum. It's it's amazing. Anyway, Studio 54, episode 54. When I think number 54, because we do our daily collage here because uh, Brian puts it together so nice. Randy White was the guy who played for the Cowboys, and I hated the Cowboys, but he was so good, and he won a couple Super Bowls with them. He played against Steelers, and also uh, they won against Denver. So I always think of Randy White. Let's see who you have in the Studio 54 athletes that wore or wear number 54, uh, Randy White. There's Randy White, Cowboys with the big shoulder pads. They've come a long way, haven't they? But it kind of made players look tougher when they had the big shoulder pads. Now they're, they're better, right? The science is different. I like the big, stupid-looking ones. Brian Urlacher, of course you got to put Brian Urlacher. He's in the Hall of Fame. He got in, right? Yes. He should have. Yes. Got in with Zach, Zach Thomas is in the Hall of Fame, I believe, too. That guy played for some really bad Miami teams. He was a stud. That guy was a game wrecker. Bobby Wagner, back with the Seattle Seahawks after that like one year with the Rams. Yep. It was so weird. And then he goes back. That guy, you know, you look at his stats, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's led the league in tackles like every year almost. He's unbelievable. Yeah, right, right near the top every year. Yeah, right near the top. Uh, Aroldis Chapman. You want to talk, uh, boy, he's had a lot of off-field issues. It's going to hurt him. But this guy still throws smoke, right? Yep. And he won a ring with Texas, didn't he? Yes. So he's got like three, Yankees, yep. Cubs, and Rangers. Man, and, but he's feast or famine. It's like he's going to come in and K the yeah. side or he's going to walk three batters. No control on the pitch whatsoever. No control, Just which also makes it, beams. you don't want to dig in against right. him because you don't know where it's going. I don't know what his numbers look like as far as Hall of Fame. I know off-field stuff hurt him. Plus, didn't he juice, I think, too? Or there was some off-field stuff. And I'm so happy you put up Goose Gossage. Goose! Goose! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, when I did that All-Star Game thing I did in 2006 where I was the uh, on-field host, he was there. And I was intimidated. I was always afraid of him because he had the big, thick mustache. And he came out all angry. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. And then the Celebrity All-Star Game was a tie. So uh, it was celebrities versus former players. So they do a home run derby and Gossage came up and hit a bomb. Like, you know, you think, oh, pitchers can't hit. You got to remember these pitchers are natural athletes, probably hit 400 in high school. He hit a bomb and that won it for the former players. But uh, he played for about, about eight, nine teams. Yankees, of course, is who everyone remembers him with. But he played for the Pirates one year in the mid 70s, actually. Yes, 76, 75, um, something like that doesn't matter. But I know he did. 77. 77. All right. There, Horace Grant, ah, Chicago Bull. You got another Chicago guy in there. Horace Grant has multiple rings. And then here we go. My daily dose of hockey that I don't know. Lone Wolf McQuaid, Adam McQuaid. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you won a cup with the Bruins in, okay. uh, in 2012. Okay. 2012. Yeah, I don't know him. Do you ever hear the movie Lone Wolf McQuaid with Chuck Norris? It's a great movie. Chuck Norris movie. He's in a minivan again. I love it. <laughs> um... All right, let's go uh, fast takes. Let's open up Frank's fast takes. Good job on the collage. All right, as you begin. All right, let's begin. All right, we're going to just go right to nail it or failed it. Huge, huge, huge nailed it. Um, you know what I love about TikTok? I, you know, TikTok gives us a lot of source of entertainment. Gives me and Ryan a lot of stuff. Perfect for this show. There was a guy. Uh, it was on Barstool Sports, I think. Is that where he made the bet? This guy, how much was the bet? The, it was like it was a $5 bet. $5 bet. This guy put together a parlay, anytime touchdown list, right? And he had a couple guys on there I'm, I'll be, I'd never even heard of. There was one guy, maybe the third one, I'd never even heard of. Who the hell was I don't even remember the name, but it was someone I'd never heard of. It was uh, Chris Rodriguez Jr. There you go. He's for Washington? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, I'd never heard of him. So this guy put $5 on this bet. It was going to pay 400 
$489,000 for a $5, $5. bet. All he needed was a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Well, he needed 14 different touchdowns. Well, he needed players. 14. Yeah, came yes. down to Christian McCaffrey last night. Came down to McCaffrey, and I think we have video of him watching the game, correct? Yes. All right, let's go ahead and roll this because this guy, this guy, Merry Christmas to him. So McCaffrey took like a screen pass, right? He's running and he gets in. Wasn't sure if maybe the knee was down, but it looked like he was in. So this guy is in utter shock. You can see the list of players underneath there that he needed to score a touchdown anytime during a game. McCaffrey scores that touchdown, and this guy wins a half a million dollars on a $5 bet. Now, Reno Paul, I know he's watching. This is his dream for the rest of yeah, his life. That's what we all dream about. Every, right? We all dream about this. And you got to place these wild props, and $5, $10 bet can turn into half a million. And then someone underneath in one of the comments, like, yeah, but wait until he has to pay taxes. It's like, shut up. It was a $5 bet. He'll gladly pay two hundred grand. Uh, so he needed. By the way, knowing you need the best running back in the NFL right, right now, who's leading the league in touchdowns, the guy who had a thirty-game touchdown streak. Yes, yeah. Earlier this year, I mean, yes. I mean, you're feeling pretty good about that bet. I don't know if anyone tried to settle it with him, or if anyone tried to buy it. You know that yeah. swap price. No way, man. I'd ride McCaffrey. I'm taking it, man. So congratulations to that dude and his buddies who are like, we're going out tonight, right? Let's go. Drinks are on you. It was unbelievable. That's. I mean, that's a lot of money. Uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, National Liners Day, we already did that. Happy birthdays. A couple baseball, baseball birthdays, several real quick. Uh, Carlton Fisk. When I was a kid, Carlton Fisk was like the stud catcher of all time. Happy 76 to Carlton Fisk. Hall of Fame class of 2000 on his second ballot, which is insane. I don't know why he didn't make it. You know, catchers is, without a doubt, the hardest position to play. Took him two ballots, and when he retired, he had the record for home runs for a catcher. So why they didn't put him in on the first ballot and he hit one of the most famous home runs here. So here it is. Game 6, 1975 World Series. Uh, the game was uh, tied. This is extra innings. I don't know if it's that Jack Bellingham, I want to say, on the mound for the Reds. And, of course, over the green monster. Hit the foul pole, actually, right? And Fisk, of course, was famous for waving it. So this sent it to a Game 7, Ryan. I don't remember. This is a little before my time, too. But I remember this was an epic clip I saw in my whole childhood. Unfortunately, the Red Sox did not win... Game seven, the Reds did the big red machine in 75, won the World Series, but great home run. Now, here's a little interesting side note about that. There was, there was, the game was on NBC. Later that night, NBC was to premiere a new show called Saturday Night, and that was what's become Saturday Night Live. It was Saturday night at first before they added live, so they were delayed because that game went extra innings, and they were almost going to just tape the show. So the first episode of Saturday Night was almost taped, and Lauren Michaels said, no, we're going live, we're waiting. And the first host of Saturday Night Live back in 1975, George Carlin, comedian. And um, they started late because of the Carl Fisk home run. Did you know that? I did not know that. A little interesting fact. All right, one more home run birthday. Uh, happy birthday to Chris Chambliss. He turned 75 today. Chris Chambliss played for the Yankees when I was a kid. Now, he had a home run one year after Carlton Fisk that is, like, forgotten in the annals of history as uh, one of the greatest home runs of all time. But you got to remember, it was only a five-game pennant back then, right? They were playing the Kansas City Royals, and he hits this home run. So here's Chris Chambliss. Hitting a home run. This won the pennant. This sent them to the World Series to get swept by the Reds in 76. But the Dodgers came back and beat the Dodgers in 77 and 78. So look at the fans dropping from the stands. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what it's like when I leave the studio every day after punchlines, this is it. This is me trying to get to my car. That's it. Frank, oh, my God, that joke was so funny. Frank Ann was wrong. The show started great. Such a funny show. Oh, my God. Will you sign this for me? My kid loves you. Look, this is me trying to get to my car. Please, ladies and gentlemen, I have to get to my car. Is this and why they made the rule you have to touch the plate? 
Probably. Yeah, I don't. He never touched the play, right? He couldn't. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to take the run off the board? He had to fight his way. Yankee Stadium, 1976. I cannot believe they let fans do that back then. Unbelievable. They, I, but it's New York. They're going to hold them back. But yeah, 1976. Well, it's the same thing um, for Fisk. They did it for Fisk too. Yeah, but not like that. Yeah, no. Boston, they're a little. Uh, they're probably more drunk in Boston. But New York, they're just crazy. He like he ran people yeah, over. Yeah. It's a home run that people really forget about. But yeah, I know what it's like, Chris. I know what it's like, man, getting mobbed like that. Frank Hand was wrong. All right, and lastly, uh, happy birthday to Ozzie Smith, probably the greatest fielding shortstop of all time. This play right here, ladies and gentlemen, is the greatest play from when I was a kid. This was on This Week in Baseball. Now, Ozzie used to come out. He used to do this, uh, what is that, a back backflip? He used to do it every year on opening day. He even did it. Like, this is the play. Jeff Burrows, the ground ball hit a rock. And it goes behind him, and he uses his bare hand. Now, this is right before he got traded to the Cardinals, where he ended up having his Hall of Fame career. He's traded one up for Gary Templeton, which the Padres. Uh, but he made a barehanded play. He's gone. It hits a rock, and he gets bare hands. And that was on This Week in Baseball when I was a kid. They showed it all the time. Uh, but that was a great play. But happy birthday to Ozzie Smith, who uh, greatest fielding uh, shortstop of all time. Did you see that play? That was an amazing play, right? You had yes. never seen that. Yes. There's only that one angle, really, but it's unbelievable. All right, we're going to bring – is this his third appearance on the show? Third. All right, the trifecta, and we're going to see what kind of rental minivan he's in this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's one of my favorite guests to have on the show. He is a sports reporter with the ABC affiliate, uh, KMBC, covering all things sports in Kansas City. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Dennis Evans. Yeah, Dennis. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. And, and and the perfect segue because I'm a St. <laughs> Louisan native. Oh, so you're showing Ozzy Smith, and it, it made me want to ask: Do you know what why we ended up getting Ozzy for Gary Templeton? I want to see if you can remember this. Now I remember I talked about this on the show. I remember Templeton was a he was a great player, right? Templeton was great. Uh, he had a hundred hits from either side of the plate one year. He had two hundred hits. Um, was he falling out with Whitey Herzog? I don't I don't know. He what he did was he was the fans started booing him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> he he gave them the the bird up your sign. Yeah. Uh did did another inappropriate gesture and they had him on the first thing smoking <laughs> out of St. Louis. And 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 Ozzy was considered to have a bad attitude. In um, San Diego, in in oh, out, wow. out Sandy in San Diego, said he didn't have and, and he couldn't hit. So Man. had Gary Templeton not grabbed his junk in front of the whole stadium, <laughs> and you know, and that, he would we would never have gotten Ozzy Smith. So I thank him for that. A for showing me that it's possible to do that, and second for the fact that you know he ended up getting us Ozzy Smith. Yeah, I mean, I remember that trade. It was a straight up one on one trade for two starting shortstops. But yeah, Ozzy at the time was hitting what low 200s barely above the Mendoza yes. line and everyone's like why is St. Louis doing this but you know I mean look he never hit 300 but he became like what mid 250 I mean he became a decent hitter and the leader of that team I mean he was just Ozzy yeah mean, he was just Ozzy Smith so I, I've, I've never been more thankful for a trade that the Cardinals made oh my that gosh was, well that, now that what about the, the Lou Brock trade Lou Brock uh yes that was yes. another good one that was another robbery yeah, there Lou yes <laughs> And also thankful for the fact that, you know, we got Lee Smith from the Cubs. I mean, oh, the man. Cubs have just, 
Now we gave you guys Harry. We gave them Harry Carey, but right. you know that's it. It, it all balanced out now, in the end. But and, yeah, and, I was just thankful to see Ozzy. And you mentioned Lee Smith. Lee Smith, when I was a kid, he was the most intimidating reliever because he was like six twelve. I don't. He was a big guy. But I remember about Lee yeah. Smith. He would just lumber in from the bullpen. You know, he would take his time and he'd come in and he'd just throw smoke. I remember vividly sitting behind the plate when he was with the Cubs and him striking out the side in the bottom of the ninth against the Pirates more than one time. I mean, the guy was a beast and it took him a couple years to get in the Hall of Fame, but he was unbelievable. And he, when he retired, he was in the top. He was, if not, he might have been the saves leader when he retired. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Bruce Souter was before oh, that. Yeah. I was a, I was an intern in St. Louis when Ozzy was there, when Lee Smith, all those guys were there. And I mean, he would walk so slowly. Yeah. So as an intern, I walked over and asked him, I said, you know, I would love to do an interview with you, Lee. I, I really want to, you know, and he said, no, no, I'll talk <laughs> baseball with you, but I don't want people thinking they know me. He's oh, like, wow. I don't want these people to think they know me. They don't. And, you know, I respected that. He was like, yeah. baseball's baseball, but he was just a small town guy that wanted to keep his business personal and just, you know, just a whole different era of athlete acting. Yeah. And he played for, I mean, he played for, uh, I don't know, half dozen, maybe 10 teams by the end, but always, I always feared Lee Smith, man. He was, he was unbelievable. Now, speaking of relievers that were, that I feared as a kid too in St. Louis, uh, the mad Hungarian, Al Roboski. Oh my goodness! Can you pull that up, Al Roboski? You know he's a broadcaster. Yes, I saw for, that for St. Louis. That's the St. Louis broadcaster. But there is no kid if you grew up during that yes. era and you love baseball. Yeah. If there was, a, if you didn't pretend to be the mad Hungarian yes. and walk off the mound yes. and, and you know do all of that, I mean everyone did it. And then you'd go out there and you you know get the ball smacked over the fence and whatever. <laughs> but you know, but he. He yeah, there he is. Just, he was nuts. He was with the Royals. Yeah, he was with the Royals, the Royals for a while, too, yeah. and then ended up with you know with the Cardinals. But he was just such. I mean, he was just fun. That was when baseball was interesting. Yeah. It had characters. That's to me. To me, yeah. baseball has no characters now. It has no personality, no flavor. They don't let them do that. But I mean, he was just from a, from a completely different era. So Ryan, he would go behind the plate. He'd be called in. If you find video of this, with it's Roboski's like with an H, right? So he would stand behind the yeah. mound, he'd rub the ball, and then he'd pound his glove. He was like, he was, you know what he was? He was a professional wrestler in baseball, is what he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 professional wrestling right there, man. He would psych up, and the crowd ate it up. Like if he was on the road, you were just booing him and you wanted to beat him so badly. But uh I remember them. You're right. You you in Little League, man, mad I, I would do that. <laughs> and then Pete Rose, when I I played second base in short. So when I would get the third out of an there he is. Yes, Brian, well done. Yes. Yeah, look at him throwing bats. That was with the Braves. Look at him throwing at heads. Yeah, come on out. Look at him taking him on. Look at him. Goes low. Well, he went low. He went he low and got low. him. I love it. Is this one where, yeah, the umpire, he didn't want any of the baseballs. I remember this clip. So he didn't like any of the balls. Yeah. So look at the umpire. <laughs> throws him back at him. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Look at him. He's just staring him down. Then no, he rolls never. him back. And then he throws <laughs> Oh, Ryan, well done on the Al Roboski montage yeah. this is before you had the the, the handle oh my god well done we didn't know that was a curveball to is this show better now and that dennis is on all right dennis we had a slow start today but al roboski yeah he would that montage we found right there the mad hungarian oh my god all right let's talk about where you're at and why dennis evans where are you where in the world is Dennis I'm in, a I'm in a parking lot outside of a restaurant, running around Kansas City, doing some stuff today, getting ready for preps for the you know KU football game tonight, yep. playing UNLV. And, I mean, people here are excited. I mean, KU football 
was bad, not just bad. I mean, they were horrible for <laughs> so long. So the fact that, you know, Lance Leipold has come here, gotten fans back into it. They're tearing up the stadium down there, building a new stadium. They are really investing in football in KU. So people are excited. I mean, all the local in, in, in this area, when they say local, you mean KU for football, Kansas State, which is about two hours away from Kansas City, hour and 45 minutes, and then uh, University of Missouri, which is the same thing, about an hour and 45, two minutes, two hours away from uh, Kansas City. So this is just an exciting time because people are fired up for football because Kansas State's been consistently good, but yeah. KU and Mizzou getting good again is something new, and especially KU. So they're going to be playing those uh, the, the Rebels yeah. and a former Missouri guy, Coach Odom, who, yeah. you know, out here, so the Mizzou fans are all now cheering for UNLV because anybody <laughs> who has anything to do with Mizzou can't stand KU. So they're praying that Coach Odom is going to be able to do what he couldn't do at Mizzou, which is actually win football games. <laughs> now, wait a second you didn't you didn't get your your station to send you to Arizona in in the winter. You know what? We were going to, but we've got this little thing around here we've been covering called the Chiefs. Well, we're going to get to that. So anyway, well, let's, let's get back to the football game. Kansas is playing, you know, the line is 10, Ryan. Yes. All right. Kansas is favored by 10 over UNLV. Now, UNLV, we have a graduate from UNLV walking in the studio as I speak. Alex White is here. So she's going to be rooting for a run in Rebs, I know. But how do you feel about 10 points? It's a lot of points. But uh, that's a, I, yeah. I feel the same way. That's a lot of points. But KU is one of those teams. I mean, you saw what they did last year. They had a really good bowl game against Arkansas. This means something to them. A lot of these teams that don't, sure. you know, they go to bowl games all the time. It's no big deal. But for these guys, they play in the Big 12. They don't get a lot of national attention. So these bowl games mean something completely different to them than it does to other teams who are there all the time. So they're going to be fired up, and they're going to play this not like the exhibition game that bowl games have turned into. <laughs> yeah. They're going to play this like a real okay. football game. you got Jason Bean, his last, you know, his mm -hmm. last hurrah KU, and he's a good quarterback. He's no Jalen Daniels, but he's still a good quarterback, and, you know, they're going to play good football. I really do. I think they'll cover the 10. All right, Ryan, what do you think about that as a UNLV fan, or local at least? Uh, how do you feel about the game tonight? Well, my biggest thing is that UNLV doesn't have the support that they need to compete in these you, games. You constantly, yeah, you constantly say that, well, right? Because I want... Yeah. UNLV has the potential to be a very big Power 5 it program. It really should, yeah. And because it, the city definitely has the money to back the university. Vegas just, has money? Yeah. And they just <laughs> See that? have you never, never done that 50 shows never, ago. Never backed it because the team has never had a product. And Barry right. Odom wants to build a legacy here, and I would love it if they do. But they need fans yeah. to get recruits here. Because Allegiant Stadium is enough of a selling point, but you need to pack the stadium and yeah. have the... because. Players will try and hype people up, and no one—it doesn't make a difference. Right. That 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 doesn't get recruits on to the team. Right. So, I would love to see UNLV cover. I'd love to see them win. You would think I they just, could get a couple of big names with the nil contracts going on right now, and the, the allure of playing in Vegas and right. everything, and at Allegiant Stadium. So, yeah. Well, I mean, look, the guy—it's step one. He won Coach of the Year, right? So there you go. Um, Dennis, can do you, you ever have? Though, can can you have a casino? Like doing an NIL deal, I mean, with a kid, can you have like, you know, so-and-so sponsored by... I don't see why MGM, not. Why, why can't you put a see, kid can, on can the side of MGM? Right. Why can't the show, why can't we sponsor a kid? Punchlines, <laughs> starting quarterback, Joe Johnson. I think we should be, we should look into this, Dennis. You bring up a good point. 
I want to know who this kid's going to be. But by the way, speaking of kids, they just got two kids, Barry Odom's coming back to the Midwest and recruiting and K or I'm sorry, UNLV has two kids from the state champions here ah. in the state of Missouri that are both coming out there to play. They have a really, really good linebacker. I apologize. I can't think of his name, but there's a good linebacker from Lee Summit uh, from Liberty North High School and a defensive lineman from Liberty North High School. And I just covered both of them and they signed with UNLV. So he's, he's getting okay. recruits from everywhere. There's something he did to get these guys to leave here and and to go in U, to UNLV because they were both well recruited in the Midwest. All right, those are the two we're going to target for the sponsorship here at South Point. All right, all right. We're going to get them a punchline deal. They'll be regular on the. I mean, we could probably. I mean, what could we get them? I mean, these deals. What do they free only need? A couple hundred bucks. Free buffet. I can get them. I can get them a free buffet five times a week, and I'll. I could get them the EDR. Maybe we get them like get. We can get them down to the employee dining room. I'll we, sign. See, I'll sign. <laughs> it's a good buffet. It's the best buffet in the city, by the uh, way. I'll, so. ta I'll take the buffet. It's not sparkling. Now, uh, it's, it's not sparkling like uh, Dwayne Colucci's over at the Rampart. He he swears that he goes, oh, our buffet is sparkling, Frankie. It sparkles. You got to come over and see it, Frankie. That wasn't a bad Colucci. That was not. That wasn't Colucci. a bad Colucci. Yeah, is the show better now, Ann? <laughs> Okay, we started slow. I'm a little groggy. All right, anyway. Um, so let's talk about your Chiefs. We got to talk about the Chiefs, man. So Christmas morning, man. everyone's excited. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of kids around the Kansas City area opening up their new Mahomes jerseys and their new Taylor Swift jerseys. And <laughs> Swift jerseys. Swift jerseys. Oh, Tay-Tay. And then they come out. And again, this has been a struggle all year, this offense. And then the two defensive touchdowns within seven seconds. I had the Raiders in points. What was it? Were you watching the game at home? Were you at the game? I, I, no, I, I was at the game. I was at the it, game covering the game yesterday. Okay. You know what? When you pulled up to the game, it, and, and I showed you what it was like tailgating last time we were together. I mean, there's yeah. so there's a, there's an atmosphere up there. And when I pulled in, parked the car, the atmosphere was off. It uh -oh. didn't have the same energy because it was one of those games that I think a lot of people gave their tickets yes. away to people. Yes. They gave their tickets yes. away to people. So a lot of those people that were in the stands were people who were like, I've never been to a Chiefs game. Cool, <laughs> man. I got tickets. And they don't have the same energy. So it yeah. didn't have the same energy. The offense, I mean, horrible. It was, we were doing the numbers. Midway through the first quarter, they were minus 36 yards. They got to the <laughs> second quarter. They didn't have a first down without a penalty until I think it was midway through the second quarter, the same thing. They started so slow. Oof. And it's one of those things we've known they've said the right thing publicly, but behind closed doors, Patrick Mahomes going, I have nobody to throw yeah. to. I have absolutely no one. Then take add to that, Jarek McKinnon, who's their big third down back, he was out for the game. Scott Moore, who hadn't really done a whole lot, he wasn't there either. You, McCole Hardman out for the game. They just don't have any wide receivers. Yeah. Their offense never threw the ball downfield. Everything, even trying to get the ball to Travis Kelsey, was a little quick, you know, a tight end screen. Yeah. When you're running a, a quick, <laughs> you know, tight end screen, that tells me there's something really wrong. You don't trust your wide receivers, and you really don't trust your offensive line. All of their, I'd say probably 70% of their passes were quick passes. Yeah to the wide receivers or to the tight end or a running back. There maybe, maybe three to four throws downfield. They need somebody like uh like a Tyreek Hill would be good as a chief. He would probably look good in Chiefs right. You know, I, what do you think he'd look like? And I wonder what number he'd wear in Kansas City. <laughs> he was he was so good. I they traded him because he asked for a big deal, right? Was that the reason he got shipped out? And they were like, well, they needed he, he to pay him. 
And he was mad. He really was. And I mean, he joked about it, but he was being serious when he was like, you know what? Patrick wasn't having me over his house the way Travis was. I really think he always looked at it like they love Travis. They love Patrick. And he was kind of considered the bad boy. So he wanted to go somewhere where he was going to be the man. He was going to be the star. And I think when the Chiefs, by the time they realized he really will leave, yeah, they were like, you know what? We've got to trade him, and we've got to get something for it because he was he was going to be a problem in that locker right. room. And so you miss last year. The the worst part is they got away with it last year. You yes. know, how it's like any business or anything you do, <laughs> yeah. you can get away with for something a little bit <laughs> one time, and you start to think you're a genius. You're yeah. like, see, told you that doesn't mean it's going to work long term. And they got away with it last year, yeah. but they had Juju Smith Schuster who was a pro. He was a pro wide receiver and knew what he did. He made the people around him better. You got rid of him. So now you've got Tyreek that's gone. Now Juju's gone and you're relying on these young guys and they just didn't have it. I mean, yeah, I mean, Tyreek's having a great year. He had many women to impregnate. So he had, he had a lot of things to get out of Kansas city. He needed to have, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, that's funny. You say that they just fell out. Like that's a, that's a really perceptive thing. You're saying like the crowd, you know, you could tell, the the tailgate wasn't there. Just imagine the fantasy owners that had Mahomes and Kelsey yesterday. The fantasy because that's the playoffs, right? I have Kelsey. You have Kelsey, and he seemed irrelevant. Yeah, he really like, did. Just on the broadcast, it seemed like every developing play that they had, he was just a decoy yeah. trying to get Noah Gray open. Like he didn't seem like he had any impact on the game whatsoever. Wow. No, and, and let me add to this: he's not healthy. Yeah, Travis yeah, Kelsey he is not right. healthy. He's nowhere near a hundred percent. They're putting him together with tape and glue to get him out there on the field. And then add to that, I really, you know, my feeling is next year is it at the at the latest. I think next year would probably be the last year he plays. I mean, he he you can just tell there's something that's different in his demeanor. That what mm. last year he was a joking guy. He yeah. laughed all the time. Even the beginning of this season. He had a different demeanor. His demeanor is so different now. He doesn't talk really at all to the local media that much. He comes in the locker room, he gets his stuff, and he leaves. He's a different person hmm. than he was at blood. the beginning <laughs> of the season. <laughs> and he di- <laughs> Why can't he just <laughs> shake it off, you know? And, and I mean, really? so, like, his fantasy, numbers are, yeah, his fantasy numbers are like a blank space. These are yes. all Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> Alex appreciates it. Thank you. No. And you snuck in bad blood. Uh, that's interesting. That that's the kind of stuff that uh, we love hearing from you. Some inside stuff. Well, we were talking about personalities. Did was the uh, the Jack Jones pick six taking the ball away? Was that any kind of impact to the crowd or no? Yeah. Well, by by the time that happened, it, there was so much booing. That's <laughs> in the time that I and I I started covering the Chiefs back in the nineties. That's one of the few times I can remember they were booing and people here are very very slow. I've noticed since I've been back. Very slow to get on Andy Reid. Sure. Very slow to get on Patrick Mahomes because both of them deserve some blame in all of this too. I mean, you know, Andy all all along has just kind of been like, oh, we'll get it fixed. We'll get it yeah. taken care of. Just a tweak here or there. And he's been very nonchalant oh. about all of it. And then all of a sudden you see this and fans were booing. Fans were, well, I you know, think they were they also booing the fact that, to this. yeah, they're also booing the fact that he went to give the football to a small child and then pulled, <laughs> pulled it, back. it away real yeah, quick. What? And then pulled it back. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. No, he's like, hey, yeah. yeah, Merry Christmas, kid. Uh, psych. Psych. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> That's the worst. Um, 
Yeah, I, you know, and then Kelsey threw his helmet on the sidelines, right? And and Andy Reid didn't want him to have the helmet back. And you're right about him being jovial and always fun. He, you know, he hosted Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live last season. And he was one of the funny, after after the second Super Bowl, he was one of the funniest hosts ever. You know he wants to get into either broadcasting or, you know, more acting stuff or whatever. He's done t- yeah. 12 commercials. He's dating around. I haven't really followed up on what he's doing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The Chiefs, you figure they always look at, like, you know, Belichick used to do this with Brady. Like, oh, well, we'll figure it out in December. We'll get hot in December. We'll ride it into the playoffs. And I think that's what Andy Reid keeps relying on. But I don't I don't think that so this year. And amazing, the stat that I keep reading and hearing is that Patrick Mahomes has never won a road play, has never even played in a playoff game on no, the he's road. he's never played in one. That's insane. So it's going to happen this no. year, though, right? I mean, they're not going to. And, and you know the scary part about all of this? I mean, they looked atrocious yesterday. Yes. But that being said, none of us could name one team in the AFC that they can't beat. That's the scary part. They look horrible, but you couldn't name a team in the AFC that if they just played a pretty good game, because that defense is stout. Yeah, yeah. The defense is rock solid. And when you have a defense... All you and you've got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's running around there for you know, running back there for his life, but at the same time, he can still make plays. If they have three games, three games where you just make plays and your defense plays solid, they're in the Super Bowl. And we're thinking, man, remember when we thought they were just you know, they were garbage? Yeah, they could still that's the scary part. They could still beat anyone in the AFC. I agree. Well, so moving at moving out of football, going to uh, KU basketball. Do you think that they can win the Big Ten? If they were in the Big Ten, Big, 12, Big, 12, Big 12, 12, 12, 12, I'm sorry. Big 12, 12 I'm sorry. Now, Ed, why don't you, why you say something to write Houston, about? Houston, Oklahoma, oh, Baylor, I'm sorry. Big 12, you're right. That's all right, man. No, no, they, they can. They can win the Big 12. But I will say this. They're not athletic. This is one of the most unathletic people. They got this uh, Hunter Dickinson, the guy from... Yeah. From Michigan, I'm not kidding. That kid cannot jump over two <laughs> sheets of paper put together. I mean, he's got no vertical whatsoever, and they don't have a second score. You've got McCuller, who came back. He's a kid that transferred from Texas Tech, and he's really stepped into kind of more that role, but you don't have like a Grady Dick like they had last year, who's that other score. You don't have like – they don't have the scoring to me. To really, I mean, they were losing to Yale at one point <laughs> at home last Friday by 12 points. And it wasn't a debate. It was a basketball game. And, and they seriously That's still, a great line. you know, could, couldn't, they, they were struggling with Yale. And I think a good, good athletic teams, they play up to the level of competition and they also play down. But those are the kind of teams to me that if you get a real tough basketball team, people that play physical like Baylor's and teams like yeah. that, I think they're going to struggle against teams like that this year, more so than any KU basketball team has done in a while. And I think they'll probably end up losing more games in the Big 12 than they have in quite a while. They, they're they KU, so they can always make a run, but I don't look at this team and see, oh, that's a championship basketball right. team right there. I don't, I don't see that right now. Okay. All right, now today, Dennis, we'll, we'll, we'll get you out on this. I, I saw that today is National Winers Day. It's, it's, a, it's a national. You're allowed to whine today. Um, so what is something you'd like to whine about today on December 26th? Oh my goodness! You know I tend not to be wine. I, mean, I tend not to be a whiner. However, let me think of something. <laughs> however, uh, however, what would I like to whine about? Yeah, anything. You have freedom I today. Th- 
I, I'm trying to think of something I really, really, okay, you know what? Okay. what? I will say this. One of the big things that I will whine about is the fact that I can't stand that we've reached the point, the point where professional sports teams who still, despite the fact that, you know, yeah, yes, it's snowing here, oh, yeah. by the way. They, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to whine about Sorry. that. No, it's, you a, can't. it's a white day after Christmas. So there I'll you go. It. That's but, nice. But I'm, I'm going to whine about the fact that I feel like these pro sports teams and athletes have gotten to the point to where, despite the fact that, you know, talk shows, all of the different things give them coverage, they just have reached the point where they treat the media like, you know, yeah. we just don't need you. And it drives me absolutely nuts because there there always before was a relationship between journalists, between athletes, between and it drives me nuts now being back and seeing just how, you know, these people they there's so much of a whatever, we don't need you. We don't need you. And I'm like, this is what's helped turn you into this multi-billion dollar industry and that relationship in there and it drives me absolutely nuts. I like and I also it. will say one other thing I'm going to whine about is there's just not enough Tupac played on the radio. That's, <laughs> that's the problem with me. Who can we call on this? I mean, let's get someone. Let's If for every uh, time they played Taylor, they played uh -oh. Tupac, the world would be a better place. Man. I couldn't that's agree more. I love it. All right, Dennis, you're one of my favorite guests to have on the show. Our favorite guests. Sorry and for yelling in your ear. Yeah. No, I know. It, was, <laughs> it is snowing. Out. Ryan, I'll just... <laughs> Ryan was it's trying snowing. to let he was trying, <laughs> Ryan was trying to let I'm me like, know yeah. no he was trying to let yeah. me know it's snowing so I took my headphones off and I went I whispered I went and he goes it's snowing I muted myself <laughs> on this side but you could still hear me so sorry it is snowing uh, there in uh, yeah. yeah we can see some snow um, have we done our top ten list of the year because that has to be in there uh, anyway. And Dennis, I'm just glad that no one opened the minivan and stole some equipment this time. And, and on climbed you. in the back. Right, right. exactly. That scared us last time. Anyway, Dennis, you're the best. Listen, good luck to your team tonight. We'll see if the Chiefs can right the ship. But uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk tonight, you like Kansas minus the points. We'll see what happens. Yes. Right. All right, Dennis, you're the best. Thank Dennis. We'll be back in two minutes with Alex White. And if you're wondering, folks, uh, where Dennis is, it's snowing! <laughs> it's snowing! <laughs> South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grandview Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230 our very own free comedy show every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. 
And if you still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. The second half of this show has been strong, Ann. After the first five or ten minutes. It's Our director, snowing. Ann. What's that? It's snowing. It's snowing. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Ryan was trying to let me know that it was snowing so I could be like, yeah, he was doing this. I'm like, I didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> it's snowing. <laughs> you wanted me to point it out. It was nice. It was, a well, good, yeah. it was good producing by you. Uh, the Al Roboski thing was flawless. That was even funnier. So, that's fine. But uh, yeah, we were off to a little slow start because, you know, it's the day after Christmas and was giving me a little guff saying the opening wasn't that interesting. It really was. Well, then we had to hear about his fantasy team. Oh, my God. Is there anything more? <laughs> it's Winer's Day. It is Winer's Day. So anyway, well, Alex White's here, ladies and gentlemen. Alex too. White. Uh, Alex White Christmas, I called her for some reason. I don't know why we didn't think of that last week. Anyway, <laughs> uh, today you're allowed to whine. It's National Winer's Day. Is there anything you'd like to whine about? Well, okay, so let me get the whole story out so it doesn't sound bad. Okay. My brother and his girlfriend are staying with me for the holidays. That's oh, not God. the whining part. See, I knew it. That's not the whining part. I okay. love them. They're great house guests. They okay. clean up after themselves. They actually help. Nice. You know? Yeah, sure. they're in there doing the dishes. And we just, we all get along very well. They like the cold. And I usually keep my house on like 73, 74. Oh, that's way too high. <laughs> yeah, no. It's that is hot. way too warm. So I adjust. I got used to 72 before they were coming. It's like 68 and I am freezing. My toes were still right. cold walking <laughs> into this. I'm actually warmer outside of my house. So it was like, yeah, and I'll come into work, please. What do you have your thermostat set for, Ryan? Uh, 68. Yeah, 68, 69. 68's uh, with the heat on. What's that? 68's with the heat on. Yeah, right. I, yeah. So, like, if I turn it off, it'll go down to 60. 73, I would be dying. I can't do that. I understand. So, I, I understand <laughs> that for guests. I, I understand. I go, like, 71 is a good That's middle, a good middle ground. I, 71's doable. Yeah. That's, Anything that's, that's below warm. 70, I'm freezing. Well, it's not snowing here in Vegas. It's not snowing <laughs> Thank here. Thank goodness. Although, we had some rain, though. We had some, some, some Christmas Eve rain. Some showers, yeah. Yeah, some showers. All right. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the Farley Parlay. Uh, again, the woman who is on fire on this program and probably sports by the book as well. Again, she gave a winner. Tennessee Titans under, right? Yes. It was 50. Was it 50? No, it was high. It was high, but you like the under. That hit. Now, let's back up. Even, let's go to the high point basketball game that Ryan picked on Friday yes. for the Farley Parlay. Yes. I picked minus eight. Minus eight. You said minus eight. Yes. That's what it was here. So we're downstairs, ladies and gentlemen. I'm making the bet. It had gone to eight and five. When I say downstairs, we were having a bite to eat. I said, Ryan, it went to eight and five. And he goes, doesn't matter. Take it. Took it at eight and a half. They won by eight. Should have been a push. And then I lost mine. So anyway, um, what happened? No, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. We've got something that? for yours. We've got something for yours. What do you mean you have something for mine? We, yeah, we, should, we should have video for yours. Okay, there's I video. I the bills when it first opened. I really did. That, I guarantee when the schedules came out, a lot of people from Buffalo said, Let's go to Hollywood yep. for Christmas. Yep. We can get warm weather. We can see the Bills have a great game against Justin Herbert. Oh, wait, he's not playing. 
I like the Bills by 25. <laughs> the, the Chargers may not even score. Wow. The Bills, they're not going to score 63. I think Josh Allen, if you're talking about prop bets, don't bet Josh Allen. He might not even play the whole game. <laughs> I like the Bills, and it's a good half, in my opinion. Wow. I liked him at 14. People working, working hard today. Saturday night game. I love the Buffalo game. As I, say, I think the Bills are the AFC team right now. I really do. I think they're just playing well, and they're it's rallying around McDermott after all that controversy. I no. Bills oh, no. Okay. Turn, turn that <laughs> crap off. Very funny, everyone. You didn't I, clip the part where before he said the sharp bet is the Steelers, but you guys hey, don't want me to I take didn't put it, it. together. And now, see, look who's backing me up. These clowns who I work with every day. Alex comes in, cold feet. She's whining about that. She says, you know what? Frank wanted this. I wanted the Steelers. He didn't yep. want the Steelers. And I said no. You talked me out of it. Yeah. Yep. And I would have too because I <laughs> I gave out the Bengals Saturday morning with on Sports by the Book, so I was on the wrong. Side Everyone had the. Too. I mean, the Steelers had everything going against them except for Mason Rudolph delivering on Christmas. On Christmas, um, I did want the Steelers. They that was my favorite game to watch all year. I did the PSF podcast, a webcast for me and my buddy Paul Sugarman. We did it. We had a blast. It was fun. And I'm like, damn, I wanted the Steelers. I did have them in a bet that I won, so that was good. But uh, yeah, anyway, I lost, so we got to figure that out. And again, it's me and Ryan. It's Alex. Alex was there. Hers was an easy win. Uh, but yours did lose by half, but it doesn't. It's an L. Mine's an L. It's a red X and a red X, man. Red X. Mine's more of a gray line. <laughs> uh, Frank yours Mergy. has a lot of red X's. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Frank Mergy is watching. Uh, Dennis Evans, the reoccurring guest that I never knew I needed. That's, you know, kids talk like that on the internet, right? Oh, something I never knew I needed. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Dan, I, I know you're a big fan. I was going to mention it to him. Uh, we love having Dennis. I think that was his third or fourth. Third. And uh, it was snowing, apparently, in the background. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I couldn't see that, but it was screamed at me <laughs> by Ryan McCormick. We couldn't, you couldn't play. You're not, apparently, you're not very good at charades. Uh, charade? No, I'm not. I, well, I'm such a gifted actor. So if you guys watched The Creep Show, you saw that. But anyway, um. No, I, I, I do tend to talk a lot. No, I use my hands a lot. We'll do charades. We'll do charades on uh, next week's show. Okay. No, I do what I'm talking <laughs> There's a lot of bowl games. There's a lot of NBA going on. We have Alex here. So Dennis, she has left the, the, the hotness of or freezingness of your home. Yes, yes. To come yes, to our studio, nice. which is probably what is it in here? What's the temperature uh, in here? It's nice. What's the over under? I'd say it's about cold. 67. Yeah, normally it's pretty cold in here. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little it warmer today. today. I mean, it's, you know, I'm going to cut. His hands are cold. All right. So um, what do we got tonight? We're look, you're looking at NBA stuff. I am looking at NBA okay. because I'm, I will be rooting for the UNLV Rebels. I will be okay. watching the game. Yes. Well, ten and a half, they're, you're, they're getting 10 and a half points tonight. But ten. that moved all over the ten. place because they did think, um, did you see that report that the quarterback, uh, I always say his name wrong, Mayaba. Yeah. Jaden Mayaba. Yeah. He was in the transfer portal, but uh, then the Las Vegas Sun, they put out an article and I guess um, he knew nothing about this and a bunch of he got texts <laughs> from a like ricky white and some of his best receivers like hey what's going on yeah right where are you going and he was like no that's all false so he is playing tonight okay so i think we'll have a really good game both teams actually have their teams intact for the most okay. part you know I, I apologize before we move on to basketball ryan you were speaking of you were at the stadium yeah right yeah, down the street yeah. the other day courtesy of alex white yeah she she gave me, my family and i uh tickets to the las vegas bowl yeah we have some oh yeah you, you filed video. a report yeah. Did you open it with saying Ryan McCormick punchline sports? We'll just have to see. Ryan McCormick here in Allegiant Stadium for the Las Vegas no. Bowl. We got the Utah Utes versus the Northwestern Wildcats. 
about 40 minutes to kick off, so the stadium will pack in. It looks like you're green screen. Shout out to Alex White for these awesome tickets. I brought my mom and my nana, their first game in Allegiant Stadium. It's gonna be a good, good day. Looks like it's snowing. All that is that snow? <laughs> it's the the smoke from the fireworks. <laughs> That's good for the lungs. Very nice seats, by the way, Alex. Hooking up, Ryan. So I got to give a shout out to the women that helped you a lot with the Vegas Bowl, Nakia Jackson Hale. She's the one that sent them to me for our team, really, because when I asked to go to that event Friday morning, she's like, "Also, tickets to the game if you guys want to do that." I know. So. And it was Northwestern versus. Utah. Utah. Utah, that's right. And it was 14-7 was the final score. Yes. yes. But wow, yeah, great seats. I love, oh. Heading out with a little over five minutes left. Mom, man, did you guys have a good time in your first game at Allegiant? We had a great time. Thank you again. That's, that's one of the little clubs. Yeah. Northwestern was up 14-7. Utah yeah. driving. Was not a good game. Pretty bad football to watch. And then a little, wow, a little outro graphic. Um, still not saying Punchline Sports, though, huh? <laughs> that take didn't have it. <laughs> so there was a take. There was, yeah, there was uh, a second take that I. That was nice. To that was nice of Alex giving you the, those great seats, man. I know I still have. I know I was invited to go to the game, but I'm glad you went with your 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 nana. And do you call her nana or grandma? Nana. Nana. That's my mom's nana. Rated uh, uh, my sister's uh, kids. Yeah, and your mom. Your mom who Ashley, heard right? on Twitter. Yeah, we're like uh, Twitter buddies now. She's adorable. She's always posting interesting stuff, and uh, I'm glad you guys got to go to the game. I mean, that's I got to get to Allegiant. Yes, When's the next event I can? Have to so get I'll just you go there. to Super Bowl. Just give me Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now let's shift gears to the NBA then. All right. You guys are going to like this one. Okay. Because I, well, so I have a strong play that I really like. And then we're going to do a fun money line favorites okay. parlay I that I like. Ooh. So I like uh, the Rockets tonight against the Pacers. The Rockets. That, so minus three. Sean's approving. Sean, Sean, our big Sean NBA agrees. Guy over okay, because we know we know the Pacers. They play fast, second fastest pace, but they're the third worst defensive team. Yeah. So I know the personnel with Houston. They can slow them down, get them off their rhythm. Okay. Not a huge fan of uh, Dylan Brooks, but he is yeah, good at what him. he does. Yeah, right. But yeah, he is. Yeah, he gets in LeBron's head exactly. So we're gonna also put them on the money line parlay as a favorite, right? Ooh. We're going to put them with Brooklyn. That's when I knew you guys would like because we were kind of fading Detroit in that yeah, one. Yeah, poor Detroit. And then the Clippers, they, that's the biggest favorite because they're okay. about 11-point favorite, but we're going to do the, the minus 600 with them. So this, if you put those three teams together, just money line, they don't have to cover. It's almost two to one. It's about plus 175. So <laughs> All right, so recapping for everyone following along. Biz on the streets and biz in the booth. <laughs> what? That me? Ryan is living is right? the best Clark Kent life. Oh, you are very, because they're on. They're on. That's right. He was Superman at the game. All right, let's recap. Okay, so standalone play, Houston minus three against okay, the Pacers. Like the Rockets. Okay. And then together, Brooklyn, about minus 240, Houston minus 150, and then the Clippers minus. Uh, <laughs> A money line parlay. Yep. All right, I like it. Minus 620 on that one. Yeah. Uh, how did you do yesterday on football? You doing? So, honestly, I think the last two days were probably <laughs> some of my worst days. That's all so, right. People forgot. It was Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Forget. It was, it was it tough. Was, it was. There were tough games. I got lucky because I switched to Baltimore at night, which I never liked to bet on Baltimore. But I kept watching I all the pregame stuff, and I'm like, I got to take the points. I mean, and you could have taken the points with all three dogs yesterday. That's what I did uh, in a, ch a pick'em league that I'm in. 
that uh, I'm in second place for the season. So yeah, I mean, who would have thought that the road points, boom, and they all, they all, two of them won outright, right? Or yeah, three. Raiders and the Ravens. Oh yeah, yeah, the Giants did, but they cover with that late touchdown. And your boy, your friend Daniel Bellinger, he was a leading receiver for the Giants yesterday. I think he had like four catches, forty-three yards. Yeah, they said uh, he was Devito's favorite target. Right, and then uh, and then, then they they, they yanked him. Devito. Yeah, is it over for Tommy Devito? Is it? They I don't whacked know. him. They whacked. Got whacked. <laughs> they took him out by halftime. They hey, I would like to show you the special room we have over here. And then he's like, oh, no, that's exactly how Pesci, Tommy Devito character. He, they take him. They think he's getting made, and ah, oh, no, you hear him say, ah, oh, no, and they whack him. I think he'll be back, right? I mean, are they gonna? Although Tyra, no, Tyra yeah, Taylor, he really moved that. He moved the ball. I mean, if he had played the whole game, who knows? But what about all the merchandising for Tommy DeVito and his agent dressing up as a leprechaun and et cetera? He moves his uh, his price back down to 10000 Yeah, I wonder what his price is now to show up at a soda shop. They're like, please, just we'll show up. We'll show up. We'll, we'll do anything. We'll do anything to have us. Um, all right. So uh, anything else for you, anything for you tonight? What's going on? Uh, any bets? There's no hockey tonight, right? There's no hockey. No college basketball. Just yeah, enjoying the games. And the bowl game, we already have a bowl game on right now. If you're watching Bowling Green, 10-9 over Minnesota. Uh, I know Denny Nagel, was, he's a big Minnesota guy. Minnesota below 500. I know, right? Game. Five yep. and seven, and they yep. made a bowl. I thought you needed to win six games to get into a bowl. There needs to be a certain amount of teams to get six. And oh, then, Ryan. I believe they're the only team. Yep. Five and they got seven. Thrown in at five and seven. And what is this, the quick lane bowl? All right. All right, lastly, do we have the uh, do we have the shot of the uh, the the pop tart the pop tart trophy? So the pop tart uh, the the bowl game I think is this Thursday, correct? Pop tart game, NC State. Yeah, uh, I heard they might. Yeah, it's it's this Thursday. So pop tarts is sponsoring their first ever bowl game. Alex, if you haven't seen it, that's the trophy. Two pop tarts are actually placed in the top of the trophy. That's pretty yeah. cool. NC State versus Kansas State. Kansas State, that's right. Yeah, and Dennis was even talking about Kansas State quickly. So anyway, the Pop-Tart Bowl. Now, what I've also read is the mascot is edible. Remember we were talking about this? So we're definitely going to be covering this and following this. So the winning team gets to eat him or something. I don't know how this is going to go down. But that will be probably on Friday's show. We will be discussing that. And I will also be telling my Pop-Tart story, which will keep you tuned, I'm sure. Uh, so what did you want to talk about? Um, uh, you had a little game you wanted us to play real quick? Or no? No, I didn't prepare a game. Okay, no. Either. Oh, I thought oh, the money line. Oh, you had a money line parlay. I apologize. What were we going to do at the end of the show? Oh, the best of clips. All right, this is it. We. I know everyone's been staying tuned. I apologize, Alex. I'm. No, that's okay. I guess Anne's right. Anne's right today. So you had a good Christmas. I, no, I, I didn't even do much. We had a lovely Christmas. Cooked and made food and took the dogs to Calico Base and everything was great. Um, so no, uh, we had the top 10 moments of the year. We only have four days to get them in, so we have a couple clips. These are our favorite moments. We've done 54 episodes. We appreciate you guys watching. What are a couple of our, uh, our, our moments? What do we have here? <laughs> All right, there's me walking and speaking to Tommy DeVito. See the segue we had there? This was me impersonating Tommy DeVito walking in the locker rooms. I'm Francis Albert Nicotero. I had the same outfit. I'm Tommy Cutlets, baby. You want to Italian? Yes, people ask me. I my dog meatballs. Those are dog treats. I didn't eat those, but I really drank. It really was. I drink Italian dressing, ladies and gentlemen. And I can still taste it. Alex so much I love Tommy DeVito. I'm drinking wishbone. All right, that was our number 10 moment of the year so far. By the way, when I was a kid, this is the only. And then all of a sudden, I have a hat on. I, I had a hat. We didn't go all of a sudden. Indiana Jones. Every meal. But that Thank was Jerry's hat. We liked that. Then hat, I went Jerry. to restaurants as I got older, and I'm like, order a salad. They're like, what kind of dressing would you like? I'm like, uh, 
I call my mom. That's my the mom only dressing I knew that existed, ladies and gentlemen. She makes it from scratch. I didn't know. So my know mom watched the show and she's like, I don't use that crap anymore. Damn, I'm like, well, you did in the 70s. That's Then we had Chuck Esposito on. Ah, yeah, more dressing. Matt never had sick to his stomach. Frank is hurting. Good point, Chuck. I recovered. I recovered. Matt, throw a commercial. Thanks for being on the show. You know why that went that went off of the rails? Because Ryan wasn't there. Ryan would have pulled me in. He would have said, Frank, you've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we have one more. Just this more. is the top 10, nine moment, number nine moment of the show for the season. Over the 800. Oh, it's Jerry. I'm doing that for Frank Murgy. That was the timpani that Jerry Lewis would call for during the Labor yeah, Day Telecon yeah. and Ed McMahon. They and this is where I asked Ryan if he can drum roll on the big round drum. Okay. Do you know who Jerry Lewis is? I do know the name. Can you name one film or one thing Jerry Lewis did? Nutty Professor. <laughs> okay. Now, did you see that? I didn't Jerry? even look away. That was straight from the dome. If you could tell me his of alter, Jerry can you tell Trevino. me the character, his smooth character's name, Jerry? Uh, f- <laughs> <Bud>. <laughs> Hot Mike. We'll do it live. <laughs> That's why Jerry doesn't have a microphone, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So Jerry swore on the show. It's okay. It's all right, Jerry. Don't, no one really heard it. Maybe they did. What was louder, him swearing or Ryan going, it's snowing! It's snowing! Well, Dennis does sports, yeah, not Dennis not was weather. the only one to hear my, my yell. <laughs> What's that? Dennis was the only one that heard me yelling. I know, right? And it jarred. He's in the middle of thought. He's like, well, anyway, what I think? Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's snowing. Yeah, big deal. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> he handled it like a champ because he's a pro. Um. And again, we didn't ask what kind of minivan he was in this week. It was a different minivan. Was that a different one? It was a station van? I don't know. It was a rental. All right. So tonight uh, we had some bets. So tonight, Dennis Evans likes Kansas. He likes Kansas minus the points. It's 10, around 10 and a half, depending on where you go. 10 here. Yeah, it's 10 here at the South Point. Come down to the South Point. Watch that game. Um, and then Alex gave us a money, money line parlay with the Rockets, the Clippers. And the Nets. And the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Poor Detroit. Are they? They're not going to win a game this calendar year. They're they're at twenty six. You know, I'm trying to get uh, Rick Mahorn on the show. Who played for? He does the call. I don't. He's not returning texts lately. I think he knows. He probably thinks I want to talk about the losing streak and whatever, and he doesn't want to be bothered by it, which I understand. But I just want to talk to Rick Mahorn because he's highly entertaining. So let them win a game, please, for Christmas. Let them win a game soon, so Rick Mahorn will say, "Yeah, I can come on. We have a one game winning streak." Detroit got their win. They, they got the Lions to win the NFC North. I, they, unbelievable. They, Detroit I Lions. have a futures on the Lions to win the Super Bowl. Lions and Dolphins. I have them future bets. Those are I have three. The other one's pit hoops to win the national championship. That won't happen. I did that for my team. Cinderella. Cinderella. Uh, also, just uh, pointed out when we were doing the show, Mason Rudolph's going to be starting at quarterback for the Steelers uh, against he should. Yeah. You watched the game? Yeah. He looked sharp. Yeah, he did. I've watched some of it, but Sean, remember I was on Had we had him in those Trubisky games, we'd be looking at a playoff spot. Steelers can still squeak it in there somehow. I don't know. Alex, you're back on Friday. I'm back on Friday. We'll try again with our uh, Farley. The Farley I Again, I know you're carrying us two bums. We know, I mean, I, we, we've been up and down. You're still, you're still bitter at the half point. I know. You should be. I wanted the Steelers. We should have won that parlay. All right. Uh, listen, we uh, do we have uh, we have Ralph coming in tomorrow, right? Ralph Soraka will be here tomorrow. First time ever on Punchlines. Ralph is the host of the the newest show here at South Point Studios, Race Day Live, Las Vegas, Vegas. Well, it's live, Race Day Live in Las Vegas. 
with Ralph Sirocco. It's just race day. Anyway, the show's great. If you need tips on horses, again, I point this out all the time at South Point. We have our sports book right here. Lovely sports book, comfortable chairs. Chris Andrews and the crew are the best. And then the horse betting is separate. It's around the corner a little bit. So if you just like horses, you can come and bet the horses over there. Here you can do everything else. Are we uh, the only book that's separate? I was like told that? we're the only book that has them separated I like that. So. Yeah. Which is great because, you know, you, you know, a lot of times the horse guys are yelling, trying to watch a game, and they're like, come on with the six. Come with the, let them go. Let them go. And then you don't have to worry about that here at the South Point. You can go to the buffet. You got everything you want right here. And I will be somewhere on Thursday, somewhere mysteriously around the hotel doing a, a live hit on Sports by the Book, which last week I did at a Wyoming female, Wyoming versus uh, Wright State. It was very exciting. Although apparently I looked very shifty. Yeah, who won that game? I, I found out the next day. Uh, Wyoming came back and won. There was a girl, named, a girl named Tess Ballard, I believe. She had a career her 19 points. I saw her drain three threes deep. The second one wasn't even close to line. Like She was doing like Caitlin Clark stuff. She was really impressive. So watch out for Wyoming, the cowgirls. I love them. Anyway, we appreciate you guys watching the show. What are we up to? We're over nine. 927. Ooh. We're at 927 subscribers. We'd love to get to 1,000. I'm not whining. As I'm allowed to whine today. I'm going to whine that we want 1,000. So please spread the word. Any other live comments? I think Detroit breaks 26 tonight. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Frank Mergey thinks so. Who are they playing tonight? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, they're playing Brooklyn. Oh, no, we want Brooklyn. Shut up. Alex has Brooklyn, Frank. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Uh, we Not love you tonight. guys for watching the show. Thank you. We'll be back with more top moments of the year. And Ralph Sirocco. I'm Frank Nicotero. This is Punchlines for Alex White, Ryan, Jerry, and Sean. Live in Nevada, every show.